Let's try that again. What's up, Impact? My name is James, and I'm really honored to be here with you tonight. I want you to know that I've been praying for you guys for some time now. And praying that God would do things in your life this weekend that would mark your life for all eternity. And so I want to ask you to stand up with me, if you will. And our theme verse is going to appear on the screen. And I'd like for us to read that verse together. And then after we read it, I'd like to ask you to remain standing. Because we've done a lot of praying tonight. And I'd like to spend some time praying over you. And that God would... Impress upon your hearts his worth, and that as a result, you would lay your life down, and that he would shine through you. Let's read this passage, uh, this verse from Matthew five sixteen from the screen together. It says this, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they might see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Why don't you join hands with the person next to you and won't you pray with me? Father, thank you for each student who is here tonight. It's been a part of this weekend. Lord, so much has already been said. And there is so much potential in this room for your kingdom and for your glory. So, Lord, as we talk tonight about what it might look like to leverage our life so that all people might have the opportunity to know that you are God, Lord, I pray that you would give us vision and you would bring about surrender in our hearts and lives. Lord, I remember many years of my junior high and high school days sitting right where these students are. And I know what you did in my life and weekends like these when I was a teenager. God, you are the one who does immeasurably more than we can ask, think, or imagine. And so I pray you would do the unthinkable in the lives of students for your good glory. In the name of Jesus, I pray and ask these things. Amen. Why don't you grab a seat? Again, um, so much has already been spoken into us and spoken over us in this hour and a half that we've been together. But in the time that we have left, what I would like to talk to you about is what it might look like for our lives to really shine for Jesus. I'd like to talk to you about what it might look like for you and me to leverage our lives so that everybody on the planet might have the opportunity to taste and see that he is good. And tonight, as we're talking about what it might look like to really shine for Jesus, as I was preparing this talk, I I started thinking about who are some people that you are aware of, some people in our culture whose lives are shining for Jesus, and there are a few people who came to mind. The first one was this guy, Tim Tebow. Now that he's no longer a Florida Gator and beating up on the Vols, I'm one of his biggest fans. I mean, think about it. This guy's not only an incredible athlete, but he's also an incredible sports commentator, and he loves Jesus. And he said, Lord, you've given me this platform of athletics. 
Would you shine in and through my life? Just think about it. He shares his faith regularly. He's a single man seeking to be countercultural in our world. And he stands for biblical purity even under persecution. He cares for orphans all across the world. I even read that this past weekend, over Valentine's Day weekend, his foundation held a night to shine prom for special needs people in 48 uh, states in our country and across seven different countries in the world. And over 32,000 special needs people were celebrated in the name of Jesus. And they were told that they're loved and uniquely created in the image of God. There's no doubt. There's no doubt that God is using a guy like Tim Tebow, who simply said to the Lord, here are the gifts and the abilities that you have entrusted to me. Shine through my life for your glory. What about this guy? He's a little bit older, so you might not know his name. But you know his company. He not only invented the chicken sandwich, but he invented and founded Chick-fil-A. Just... <laughs> oh. His name's Truett Caffey. And he once said, food is good, or, or food is essential, make it good. And I don't know about you, but I think he achieved that because I think he made it great. This past weekend, um, Chick-fil-A had a Valentine's Day buffet. And so my wife and I, we we took our little boy to enjoy some Chick-fil-A because the only thing better than Chick-fil-A is a Chick-fil-A buffet. Is anybody with me on that? And so this man, Truett, he, he said, you know what, Lord, I have this passion for food. So do I. And I have this passion for business. Is there some way that you might use them for your glory? And as a result, the the Lord birthed the number one fast food chain in our nation. And as a result, Mr. Caffey and his entire family literally have been used of the Lord to impact the entire globe with the hope of the gospel. All because one man said, you know what, I, I got this passion for food. And I got a passion for business. Lord, shine through me. Use my life. Let it be all for thee. What about these guys? The bearded bandits. I mean, even in all that camo, the light and life of Jesus shines through them. And Daddy Phil there, he just started making some duck calls. Something he was into. I'm not a hunter, but man, more power to you. And the Lord over time worked in his heart and life and drew him to himself and has given him a voice in our culture. And now, amidst persecution, he boldly stands for biblical truth. And the light of Christ shines through this family. What about this girl? She has a gift for music. Carrie Underwood. And she simply has said, Lord, here is the gift you've given me. Shine through me. What about this guy? 
standing for the gospel. Standing for the gospel in the name of Jesus in an industry that's often hostile to the name and fame of Jesus. But Lecrae has said, here, here are my gifts, Lord. Here are my passions. Use me for your glory. I don't know if you know these folks or not, but I love them. They're HGTV's It Couple. If you don't know them, they're Chip and Joanna Gaines. All the guys are like, who is that? But through their ability to design and remodel and create, the Lord has given them a tremendous platform through which the light of Christ is shining to a dark world. I'm not a Seahawks fan, but what about this guy? Incredibly talented. Incredible dude, both on and off the field. But he said, Lord, here here are the passions. Here are the gifts that you have given me. Shine through me. I could go on and on with these people that the Lord is using in our culture in tremendous ways to shine his light. And and I really as I was planning for tonight, I I started thinking about all these folks and I just started wondering, I wonder why Pastor Paul didn't invite Tim Tebow or Lecrae or Russell Wilson to come and talk to you about leveraging your life for the gospel. I started thinking, I wonder why he didn't invite one of those people to come and share with you what it might look like for the light of Christ to shine through you. And then I wondered, you know, why didn't he invite a, a really famous pastor, <laughs> you know, with 100,000 followers on social media, you know, that wears skinny jeans and a cool fade haircut, and maybe he's got some cool glasses, somebody that you would know and instantly listen to him because the world says he's somebody. And I, I just am being humble before you and voicing my own insecurities <laughs> because there's an enemy here tonight. And he would have you think, I'm not rich. I'm not famous. I have no platform. There's no way the Lord could shine through me like he does those people. And I stand before you to tell you it's a lie. He desires to use people like you and me for his good glory. And if these folks were here tonight, more than likely they would tell you they were never looking for the limelight. They just simply said, Lord, these are the gifts, the skills, the talents, and the abilities that you've given me shine through me. And as they were faithful right where they were, God increased their influence. And he gave them a platform as they were faithful right where they were. And so tonight, that's what I'd like to talk about. What what would it look like? For us to be really faithful right where God has placed us. And for us to say, these these are the passions. These are the skills. These are the abilities that you have given me shine through my life that the whole world may know that you are God. What might it look like for us to leverage our lives that the families we go back to would know that there's life in Jesus? What would it look like 
for us to shine, for the light of Christ to shine through us in our church and in our youth groups? What would it look like for the light of Christ to shine through us in the teams that we play on? What would it look like for the light and life of Christ to shine through us in our schools? And ultimately, what would it look like for you and me to leverage our lives so that every man, woman, boy, and girl on the planet could know that Jesus is Lord? And so tonight, in the little bit of time that I've got left, I'd like for us to talk about how Jesus shines in and through our lives. And I've put together a little acrostic that comes from the word shine. And hopefully when you leave here tonight and you go wherever it is that you're going, that you'll be able to remember these truths and that you'll shine for Jesus right where he's placed you. And the first thing is this, S. If we are going to shine for Jesus, if our lives are going to display the glory of Jesus, we must first savor Jesus. A young attorney in Matthew chapter 22 cornered Jesus, and he asked him, Jesus, of all the commandments, what is the most important? And in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, Jesus said this, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul, and with all of your mind, this is the great and first commandment. Jesus said, this is the most important thing. Love God. Love him with all of your heart. Love him with all of your soul. Love him with all of your mind. Love God. Here's the thing, friends. Like, you guys are here right now, and a lot of you are pumped up. You are like on fire and you're ready to go shine for Jesus in your school and in your family, right where he's placed you. You've been underneath incredible teaching all weekend. You've been underneath the leadership of incredible worship leaders and and you're on fire and you're ready to go and, and you're ready to shine for Jesus. But here's the thing. If you aren't daily in the process of savoring Jesus, His light in you won't shine as brightly as he desires for it to shine. If we are going to shine for Jesus, we must first savor Jesus. This word savor is not a word that we use very often, but it means to enjoy. Anybody like gelato? I'm a huge fan. And if you drive down the road, if you don't know what gelato is, it's Italian ice cream. But if you drive down the road, there's a little place called Mona Lisa, and it's incredible. you got to check it out if you've never been there. But when you go to Mona Lisa, they give you these tiny spoons. I think we have a picture of it. Um, this, maybe. Yeah, there it is. They give you these tiny spoons, and, and really, it's, it's not enough to get more than like the tip of your finger's worth of ice cream on the spoon. I call this a savoring spoon because it allows you to taste every drop of ice cream until you get the final amount out. And in that same way, you, you and I can't live off big, huge events like this one. These events are wonderful. 
And I'm so thankful that churches in our area put something like this on, but you can't live off an event like this. Daily, you must be in the process of savoring Jesus, of enjoying Jesus. If his light is going to shine through you, you must moment by moment, day by day, savor Jesus. And that's why the psalmist said this, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blesses the man who takes refuge in him. The psalmist said, come on, daily, daily taste of him. Daily savor him. Daily taste and see that the Lord is good. And guys, the way we daily savor the Lord, the way we daily taste and see that he is good is by getting into his word. And in this book, you find out who Jesus is. And what he's like. And what he desires. And the more you learn about Jesus, the more you savor Jesus, the more you love Jesus. And here's the thing. If you and I are going to shine for Jesus, we must first savor Jesus. Because here's the deal. Savoring Jesus privately always precedes sharing Jesus publicly. Savoring Jesus privately always precedes sharing Jesus publicly. Because what you savor, what you enjoy, you will share. This picture is a a friend of mine. Her name is Lauren And she's a student leader within the ministry that I work with. And Lauren absolutely loves apple dumplings from Cracker Barrel. Now, this is the thinnest girl you'll ever meet in your life, but she eats, sleeps, and breathes apple dumplings from Cracker Barrel. She loves these things so much that she's been known to go to Cracker Barrel every meal of the day and eat apple dumplings. There was one point where Cracker Barrel took apple dumplings off the menu She called the corporate headquarters and she demanded that it immediately be reinstated to the menu. When it wasn't put on the menu enough, quick enough for her liking, she came up with a copycat recipe to make her own apple dumpling. This girl adores apple dumplings, so much so that she did a presentation on them in one of her freshman English classes. She knows how to order them. She orders them extra hot, extra crispy, with extra pecans. She talks about them to all of her friends, and she buys them as gifts. No joke. This girl is a walking billboard for apple dumplings. But hear this. She enjoys apple dumplings. Because she enjoys apple dumplings, she tells everybody about apple dumplings. And if you and I are going to share Jesus with other people, we must first be in love with Jesus. What you savor, what you enjoy, you will share. And guess what? You won't even have to think about it. His name will just flow from your lips in the same way that apple dumplings continually flow from Lawrence. 
How could Christ's life shine through us? Number one, as we savor Jesus. And H, as we become heralds of the gospel. We shine for Jesus when we herald the gospel. This word herald is probably not a word that you think about very often. And when you think about a herald, you probably think about a cartoon character, you know, who has a big trumpet and he blows the horn and he says, hear ye, hear ye. But a herald is someone who comes with a message. And the Apostle Paul said this in Acts 20 verse 24. He said, I do not account my life of any value, nor is precious to myself. If only I may finish my course and ministry that I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Paul said, what is most important to me is to make sure that every man, woman, boy, and girl on the planet knows about Jesus. It's my life mission to herald the gospel, to speak of the message of the grace of God. It's exactly what Jesus told his disciples right before he left the earth. In Matthew 28, 19 through 20, Derek talked about it a few minutes ago. Jesus was getting ready to return to his father, and he said to his disciples, I'm going, you're staying, make sure everybody on the planet knows about me. Go and tell everybody. And that's what they did. When they left that place, they began to speak the name of Jesus to everyone they encountered. But friends, it wasn't difficult for them. And it wasn't difficult for them because they were savoring Jesus. They became heralds of the gospel because they were daily savoring Jesus. They were in love with him. And so from their lips flowed the name of Jesus. How does the light of Christ shine through us? S, as we savor Jesus. H, as we herald Jesus the gospel. This is my little boy, William. He is uh, seven years old, and uh, my wife and I adopted him from China two years ago. And William loves Jesus. He tells me almost every single day, Daddy, I love Jesus. Daddy, I love Jesus. Daddy, I love Jesus. In China, I didn't know Jesus, but now I know Jesus. I love Jesus. And let me tell you, he is a bold herald of the gospel. I'll have him in the buggy as we are in Kroger's, in, in, in the checkout line. And he pulls up to the lady and he says, my name's William. I love Jesus. Do you love Jesus? And then he turns to the bag boy. My name's William. I love Jesus. Do you love Jesus? He turns to the cashier behind him. My name's William. I love Jesus. Do you love Jesus? And if they say, or give him kind of like, he's like, I'm going to go in the car and I'm going to go get my Bible and I'm going to talk to you about Jesus. Recently, um, William and I had a Daddy William date, and we went to um, a, a hibachi grill. You know what a hibachi grill is? It's one of those places where, ching, 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 you know, they cook in front of you, and the guy's flipping the eggs, and he's flipping the rice everywhere, and William loves to eat hibachi grills. And I noticed as the chef got finished, William sort of set his fork down. And I knew something was about to come. And he cleared his throat. And you know what hibachi grills, you you sit around a table with a bunch of people you don't know, you know? It's always really awkward. It's like, hey. Well, William put his fork down. 
And he said, <clears throat> hello, my name is William. I love Jesus. And then he went across the table and he asked every single person at the table, do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus? And I'm just sitting there. Do you love Jesus? Well, that night we got home and and we were saying bedtime prayers and I was putting him to bed and we were praying for those people who politely nodded at William, but we knew they were very uncomfortable with the question, do you love Jesus? And my son, this bold herald of the gospel, prayed, Lord, Jesus, would you help them to really love you, Jesus? And we got down to the end of the prayer, and William looked up at me with his big eyes, and he said, Daddy, do you love Jesus? And I said, baby, you know I love Jesus. And then he said, Daddy, why don't you talk about him more? leveled me. You know, we, we, we kind of laugh at that, but it, it floored me that my son, who's known Jesus for two years, is the bold ambassador at the hibachi grill, and daddy sits and watches. And I went back to my room and, and I got ready for bed and I knelt down by my bed and I said, Jesus, I want to love you the way that William loves you. I want to love you in a way that I can't help but proclaim that I love you and that you are king. Because you see, when you savor Jesus, when you love him with all of your heart, and you love him with all of your soul, and when you love him with all of your mind, You can't help but become a bold herald of the gospel as his name just flows from your lips. So Lord, in these moments I prayed, would you help me to love you the way that my boy loves you because I want to savor you because you are the king. And as I savor you, Lord, would you use me to herald your truth to the world? You know, William became a culture influencer, that night at the Hibachi Grill. As he heralded the gospel, he impacted the lives of everyone that he encountered, and they had to go home and answer the question, do I love Jesus? Which brings us to I. Christ's life shines through us when we savor Jesus when we herald the gospel, and when we influence culture. When we influence culture. Think about it. In Matthew chapter uh, 5, the key passage that we're looking at, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Jesus said, just as light penetrates the darkness, the light and life in you penetrates the darkness and influences culture as you herald the gospel. How does the light and life of Christ shine through us as we influence culture? And I talk to students a lot, and one of the things that I hear students say all the time is, how could I influence culture? I have no influence. 
I'm just a student. Listen, you have no idea how much influence you actually have. You have influence with your family. You have influence at your school. You have influence with the teams that you are on. You have all manner of influence. And our lives shine the light of Christ as we herald the gospel and as we begin to influence culture. Now, several years ago, I met a lady who understood this principle in a way that I'd never seen before. She understood that God had uniquely placed her right where she was so that she might savor Jesus and herald the gospel and as a result, influence culture. And you'll never believe where she was working. She was a bathroom attendant in an airport. Here's what had happened. I, I had just flown from Portland and, and I, I was trying to get home to my family and we got to, to Charlotte and we had an eight hour wait because all the planes were being delayed. And I was really mad because I was ready to get home and I was tired and, and, and so I just was fit to be tied. And so me and my friend, we, we sat in the chair and I put my earbuds in and I was ready to go to sleep and just pass the time away because I was angry. But I kept hearing this older African-American lady sing. And the bathroom was right behind me. And I kept hearing this faint voice sing. And so I took out my earbuds and I listened to what she sang. And as everyone entered into the bathroom, she would say, welcome to my bathroom hotel. Be blessed. All who enter my bathroom hotel, be blessed. I thought, this lady is crazy. She's singing in the bathroom to bathroom attendants. And I listened a little bit closer. And I heard as women came into the bathroom, she would say, baby, how's your day going today? Can I pray for you? Welcome to my bathroom hotel. Be blessed, all who enter. I'm not kidding. Be blessed. And I sat there and I just started thinking, you know, I'm waiting to get on an airplane to fly me home and I'm ticked off and this lady is working in a bathroom cleaning toilets and stocking the toilet paper and she has joy. And I'm thinking, Lord, if you can give her joy in the bathroom, I can have joy to get on an airplane and wait just a few moments. And I looked around and all these angry passengers, it was a room about this size, you know, and we were all waiting and everyone's listening to this lady in the bathroom hotel and everyone's countenance is changing and what was once anger and frustration is turning to joy and people are like, what is up with that lady? What is going on with her? Who is she? I've got to know. And so I saw her come out and I ran over there to her and I said, lady, can I ask you a question? She said, baby, you can ask me any question you want to, but you can't come in my bathroom hotel. Only the ladies can come in the bathroom hotel, but you can ask me any question you want to ask me. I said, all right, fair enough. I said, ma'am, do you love Jesus? She said, baby, you know I love Jesus. He is my rock. He is my salvation. He pulled me from the pit and he set my feet upon the rock. Do you love my Jesus? Yes, 
I love your Jesus. And she said, baby, can I pray for you? I said, yeah. Would you pray that I love Jesus the way that you love Jesus? And right there outside of her bathroom hotel, she began to pray for me. And I went back and I sat down there at the terminal. And I just thought about it. Two things were happening in that moment. You know, Matthew 5 says, Let your light so shine before men that others might see your good deeds and glorify your Father who is in heaven. A, for me, I said, Lord, you are amazing. Because if you can cause a lady to praise you in the bathroom, you are something else. I give you praise. But then the second thing I realized is this lady is influencing the whole culture of the airport. People are coming in here mad and irritated. But she's just understood God has placed me here in this place, in this time. And as I savor Jesus and as I herald the gospel and as I have joy from Jesus, his light will shine through me. Hey, that lady didn't have very much influence. But she was used of the Lord to shine the light of Christ in my life that day. And you guys have way more influence than she did. What might he do in your family? What might he do in your teams? What might he do in your school? If you simply said, Lord, I love you. I love you with all my heart, with all my soul, with all of my mind. Lord, Lord, I'll savor you. And your name is continually on my lips as I herald the gospel. And Lord, would you cause that to influence the places that you have allowed me to be? In the light of Christ shines through us as we refuse to be copycats. The life of Christ shines through us as you and I are not copycats. The thing I see about this generation so often is that you get a group of students in a room and you know what happens? Everybody looks exactly the same. Everybody talks exactly the same. Everybody does the same things. We're, we're all looking just alike and we want to be all just alike. But the reality is, is that Lord, the Lord has created us all uniquely. He's given us all different personalities. Not a one of us have the same DNA structure. We've all been created uniquely in the image of God. And there's some of you here tonight, you are wildly creative. You're a poet. You're a painter. You're a designer. You're a musician. You're a songwriter. You're a photographer. You're wildly creative. Embrace that creativity. There are others of you that, man, you excel in the classroom. You are so incredibly gifted. You are so incredibly smart. Embrace that uniqueness. There's some of you that are natural born leaders and you're at your best when you're in a leadership role. Embrace that opportunity. Lead. There's some of you who, who have a mind for business and although you're still students, you know how to turn a dollar into ten. I need to know who you are. But embrace that gift. There are others of you, you, you're incredible athletes, and God has gifted you athletically. Embrace that uniqueness. 
You see, we get so concerned about who this person is and what that person does and how they're wired that we miss out on the unique opportunity that the Lord has given to us. And he has placed you right where you are that you might shine for him with the gift that he has entrusted to you. And so the Apostle Paul says this, And whatever you do, Colossians 3 verse 17, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything. I love that. If you're wildly creative... If you're, if you're gifted in the classroom, if you're gifted on the athletic field, whatever you do, do it. Do it all full on. Don't do it halfway. Bring it with everything that you've got. But here's how. In the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So dude, if you're a poet, write poetry in a way that shines a big light on Jesus and says, Jesus, you are more than enough. If you're a photographer, take pictures in a way that don't shine a light on you, but make the name and fame of Jesus large. If you're a great student, man, excel in the name of Jesus. If you're a great athlete, do it for the glory of Jesus. You see, we shine the light of Christ. The light of Christ shines through us when we refuse to just copy other people. But Christ's life shines through us when we embrace the gifts that he's entrusted to us. How does Christ's light shine through us as we savor Jesus? As we herald the gospel? As we influence culture? as we refuse to be copycats, and then E, as we embrace eternity. Embrace eternity. His light shines through us when we embrace eternity. Our theme verse says, let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works and glorify your Father who is where? In heaven. And listen, guys and girls, in case you didn't know it already, for all eternity, there is one name that's going to reign. And his name is Jesus. And Revelations chapter 5, verses 9 through 14, tells us that one day there are going to be representatives from every tribe, tongue, nation, and people group, from generations past and present. And there, before the Lamb of God, all of us will cry out, to him who sits on the throne... And to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. Amen. You see, the light of Christ shines through us when we say, I want to live my life for what eternity is about. I want to embrace your glory, Lord, and live for your fame. I saw this illustration when I was in college, and it stuck with me all of my days. And I'd like to share it with you tonight. This matchstick, it represents your earthly life. This candle, it represents eternity. It was shining long before you came to be. It will be shining long after your earthly life ends. So I want you to check out your life for just a minute, and I want you to see how short it really is. 
you were born. And now, you know, you're in junior high school. And now you're in high school. And now you've gone off to college. And now you've gotten married. And now you've had a child. Now you've had a second child. Now your child has gotten married. Now you've had a grandchild. Now you've had a second grandchild. And now your life is going to the old folks' home, and now you're dead. As quickly as, quickly as your life came to be, it was no more. Guys, our time on this planet is really, really short. And you can live your life for your own name, trying to get as many followers on social media as you possibly can. And you know what? You may achieve success. You may make a name for yourself. But you need to understand when the last shout is shouted, it's all over. It's done. Or there's this other amazing opportunity. With this little light that you have, this little life that you have, you could join in with what all eternity is about. And through your earthly life, say, Lord, I, I want to savor you. And as I savor you, Lord, I, I want to herald the gospel. And Lord, I'm asking you to use me as an influencer right where you've placed me. And Lord, I, I don't want to just have other people's gifts. I want to use the gifts, skills, talents, and abilities that you've entrusted to me. And Lord, I, I, I want to connect my life with what all eternity is about. Lord, I want to live for you. And here's the thing, friends. When your earthly life comes to an end, and you've lived your life for what is ultimate, while you live, the, 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 the light of Christ got brighter in the world. But when your earthly life ends, his glory will continue to reign. His light will continue to shine. And when you are before him in eternity and you bow before the throne and you think about the fact that your life was lived for what eternity is about, you will be really, really happy because you'll have said, I have lived for what is ultimate, the name and fame of Jesus. And for some of you, that's going to mean that, like these folks talked about, you're going to go to the uttermost parts of the world with the hope of the gospel. And you're going to embrace what eternity is about. And you're going to say, this American dream, it's, it's not important to me. I'm going to the unreached people groups of the world, and I'm going to plant my life there, and I'm going to shine for the glory of Jesus, and I'm going to raise my family there, and I'm going to die there so that the people of that people group will have the opportunity to taste and see that you are good. And some of you are going to stay right here, and you're going to open businesses you're going to become a nurse. You're going to become a teacher. You're going to become a, a pastor. You're going to become a husband. You're going to become a wife. And you're going to say, I want to live with eternity in mind. Lord, right where you have placed me, shine through me. And I promise you, when you find yourself before the king, you will realize that he really was worth it all. And you'll say, amen. Amen. 
praise and honor to you, Father. And you'll join in with all the angels and all the creatures and the ten thousands upon ten thousands of people. And you'll say to the Lamb, you are worthy. You are worth it all. And guys, we're going to leave here soon. And you're about to go back into your life. And you are going to shine for something. What are you going to shine for? Are you going to shine for something less than ultimate? Are you going to shine for the name that's above every name? The name at which every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. That happens as we daily savor Jesus. What are you savoring? Because what you're savoring, you will share. And you will become a bold herald for. But when you savor Jesus, you will share Jesus. And he will use you to influence culture. And as you take the gifts that he's entrusted to you, maybe you don't even know what they are yet, but you're saying, Lord, would you show me? I want to live for your name. I want to live for your fame. I want to embrace eternity. Listen, guys, the choice is yours. Who or what will you shine for? The name that is above every name or something much smaller Something very temporary. Our lives shine for Jesus as we love him, as we savor him. We become bold heralds of the gospel. He uses us to influence the culture around us as we're not copycats and as we embrace eternity. Let's pray together. You know, um, so much has been said in these days. So many things have been spoken into your heart and life. And perhaps there's some of you here tonight that the Lord is just impressing upon your heart. Lord, I need to love you with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my mind. You must be first in my life. And Lord, I understand as I do that, your name begins to flow from my mouth. And you use me in the places that you have me. Some of you have been gifted in incredible ways. And you've been using those gifts maybe haphazardly. And he's just calling you tonight, use those gifts to make my name big. Perhaps you are hearing the Lord say, come on, live for what is ultimate. Embrace eternity. This isn't an all skate, and I'm going to ask you 
to, to keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed. But I really would like to ask you tonight to make a commitment before the Lord. If it's your heart's desire to say to him, Lord, I really want my life to shine for you. If that's your heart's desire and and you want to make that commitment to the Lord, I I just want to invite you to your feet. Again, this isn't an allscape. But if that's the desire of your heart and you say, Lord, I want to shine for you all the days of my life, I'm just going to invite you to stand up where you are. Lord, I pray over these students. You know who they are. You know where they've come from. You know what's going on in their lives. Father, I pray that you really would give them a passion for your name. Lord, I pray that you would cause them to love you with all of their heart, with all of their soul, with all of their mind. And Father, right in the places that you have planted them, Father, I pray that they would shine for your glory as they daily taste and see that you are good, that your name and your fame would flow from their lips. And God, you would use them to influence the people that they daily come into contact with. And God, I pray that they would embrace the giftedness that you have placed in their lives. And they wouldn't be envious of other people's gifts, but they would embrace the ones that you've given to them. And that, Father, right where you place them, that they would shine for your name and for your renown. Father, would you grab a hold of our hearts? Help us to know that you really are ultimate and you are worth everything. Thank you for these students and thank you for what you're doing here in this place. Father, as we pray these songs, I pray they wouldn't just be words, but they really would be confessions of our heart. And as we make bold statements in song, Lord, I I pray where they don't match up to the conviction of our heart that you would change us. Father, we love you and thank you for your word. And God, I pray that you would continue to move in our hearts as we worship and surrender our lives before you. In Jesus' name.